If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Track us. The galaxy's most unpredictable Star Trek podcast. Love sandwiches. There we are. I can hear you in the background a little bit there. I don't or someone said I love sandwiches. Yes, that. that was okay. So that was me. I saw okay. that I saw that my mic was muted uh-huh. and I un, and I unmuted it. Oh, okay. And ah, test, we can do that. I tested, yep, I tested to see if I could if I could talk over it. So that it was just work. the most the most natural thing I could think of is to express <laughs> my love for dogs and sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, those there are good go. things to love. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. And you know, it's it was a good thing to know if you're doing a podcast. The the, talk, the podcast is gonna be we're done. We now know what you love and we can end yeah. the show. <laughs> That's it. That's it for this week. Yes. Dan likes So him. I notice I notice you have a you have a name change there. That's Dan. right. That's right. So, is that did you get that through your Klingon name generator that you sent me earlier? Yes, so I, I sent this out. I will put it in the in the chat for everyone to enjoy. I found oh, I got to enjoy this. A so, Star Trek name generator. You legit can take question. Yes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go Go ahead. Ahead. No, I was just gonna say legit question. Um, is it Kaka? Is it Kaka? Or is it well? Kaka? So I I went with um. <laughs> In the name generator, if you click on that link, you'll see yeah. that you can pick like human, uh, male, female, uh, Klingon, all sorts of different alien types from Star Trek, and it'll okay. generate like 10 names for you to pick from. So cool. I picked Klingon, so I think it's supposed to be Kaka, right? right. But, but um, you know, being Hispanic, uh, Kaka was also kind of funny. So, <laughs> Kaka, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I went with that, yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, Chaz is liking that, so... Please, everybody, if you want to go and click that link and, and come up with your own names and share them, you know, that would be uh, fun as well. I'll Chad, take the Chad actually, Chad actually put his name in and it just spit Chad back out. Just spit Chad back out. Yeah. Right out. I, am the, I am the Chad. That's yes. it. And, and you can pick different races and, and species and all that. So it's pretty fun. <laughs> I went and looked at it real quick and I got a Romulan one, third one down. That would be the one I would pick. Pardor, as in Pardon. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can even do uh, Borg, but it's just numbers. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Generates random numbers. Yeah. So well, how's everybody go. doing? Uh, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I had a good I week. Did. Yeah, yeah, good. I did. Okay. I did. 
I was in Dallas the entire week, which that part was not always. You'd say Dallas is a fun, a fun place. Um, it's a nice place. I'll put it that way. So good stuff going on at work, all that. Mm-hmm. Got back home nice, safe, and sound. Nice. Okay. That's good. Did you get us a barbecue out there? Actually, you know, it's funny. Every time I've gone to Dallas, I never eat barbecue there. I just I just don't. I eat Mexican the entire time I'm there. What are they? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah, wrong with fine. that, no. Yeah. So in a couple of weeks, I'll have to go all the way out to uh, Portland, Oregon. Um, say a little prayer for me for going to the... Portland's great. I love Portland. Coast, but uh, too, <laughs> too many, many Texans. Texas. Yeah. Texas, yeah. Well, you ask the people in Texas, they'll say too many Californians. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but... yeah. I'll, I'll tell you some good spots in Portland to go hit up. Well, I might even get all the way over to Spokane when I'm while I'm there. If you go to Spokane, let me know. I'll swing by. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. So yeah. oh, there's man. three places I got to go. I got to go to Portland. I got to go to Seattle. And I got to go to Spokane. So. Okay. You call it Spokane, they'll hit you with a pine cone. So Spokane. That's fine. Spokane. Spokane. You can. It's Spokane. It. If they want to fix it, they can fix it. <laughs> Until they do there, it, it's Spokane. There's a, there's a spoken Spokane, Spokane. Uh, called Boo Radley's, and they make Spokane shirts, and they're great. Like, you can buy a T-shirt that's called Spokanistan. Spokane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Pavel. Pavel. Keep your red hats at home in Portland, Oregon. Yes, no kidding. No <laughs> red hats. Even we'll if it's a Chiefs Canada. red hat, the red will just set you off. <laughs> well, unless it's a Blazers hat. They do have Blazers. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. All this so. travel talk gets me thinking, you know, we got to plan another meetup. Yeah. We're coming, up. We're coming up on a year. Yeah. Right? yeah. Wasn't it April? Wasn't it April mm-hmm. when it was Chicago? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Yeah, maybe we'll go are. to that uh, Vegas convention or something. Yeah, I'm hoping for Vegas. Yeah, that'd be fun. Love Vegas. I've yeah. got reasons to go there. So it's for true. Work, so it's easy enough. Uh, my buddy lives over there. I could just crash at his house. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. You hear that, everyone? Everyone who listens to Trekcast can crash at. That's right. Daniel's buddy's house. You see that? That's right. <laughs> oh, there it is, right there. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking. If I do this and Daniel, you do that. We could like we could other way, this. Daniel. Now you're looking at each other. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what the? That took a turn. That's a that good. Took a total a turn. Good, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll tell you what. Let's get to the news because now I'm just all weirded out. <laughs> all right. Star Trek news. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was going to say, it cause plus now. 
<laughs> so let's get to the first news story. Uh, let me pull it up here for you guys. Um, there it is. So we are getting teases of major changes coming to Star Trek Discovery Season 5. Uh, this is from comicbookmovie.com. Uh, apparently they, they did an interview with uh, Ian Alexander, who plays uh, Gray Tal. <laughs> yes, that's, Sorry. that's their action. Yes. Uh, so this is a little bit of a clickbaity headline because they say big changes coming to season five, but really Ian is just talking about how Gray now has a body similar to Picard's, uh, you know, flesh robot body. So yeah, okay. just just means changes for the character. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've seen something like this before with them. You know, it was, uh, what was that? Um, with the doctor, him having a, a new cocoon body thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it sounds like a similar storyline. Um, you know, what does it mean to, to come back from the dead and all that? So it means nothing. It means nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in Star Trek, where they die and come back all the time, and they even made fun of it on Lower Decks. Uh huh. Yeah. I just more meant that show. I'm just I've given up. Oh, Bobble got a name. Six of nine. Six of nine. Tertiary yeah. controller of Unimatrix three six. Nice. Yes. I've been to Unimatrix three six. Look at this. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's too Chad's early. side piece says it's too early for this. <laughs> <laughs> Chad's yeah. side piece. That's right. You like that? Wow. That's Rambo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our, our next news story, this is pretty cool. So a fan, uh, and this is coming to us from, what is this, PCGamer.com. A fan has remade the text game, Star Trek's text game, from 1978 into a graphical game. Ooh. So this was, yeah, this was a game that literally DOS, text-based, you could only you know, read along. And now it's a visual representation. I've tried this game. It's pretty fun. Um, especially much different from what it was. Um, if you, I'll put the links to all this in the show notes, but you can yeah. play the game. I am working on an interview with this guy. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. From cool. what I've read in other interviews with him, he himself is not a major Trekkie, but he's a big old school game player, uh-huh. uh, gamer. So that's okay. why he did this. Yeah. So it's pretty neat. You know, it cool. looks well. I love those old pixel, you know, retro pixel style games are a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really well done, and he yeah. even has uh, clips from from TOS doing there to make it live. So he's got to work a, a storyline in there where you die of dysentery, and it's just like Oregon Trail. <laughs> like the Oregon Stop. Trail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like there was a remake Spock of that. Of dysentery. <laughs> There was a remake of of the Oregon Trail called the Oregon Trail that came out about two mm-hmm. three years ago, um, yeah. specifically kind of around that 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 funny. That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and then our last news story. Uh, well, it comes to us from YouTube, and the Star Trek Picard uh, season premiere, final season premiere, season three, is now on YouTube. And it's live and, and loving every minute of it. I thought it was interesting. It's only got about five or 50,000 views so far for a major that's, show. That's a lot considering everybody already watched it. Who's that's true. Watch it for the most part, right? So interesting that well, they always, they're doing that all the time, it seems like. The first episode, anyway. 
but I thought it would be fun for us to react to some of the comments. <laughs> ah, okay, what do you got? So let's see. Uh, first two years from uh, Cheyenne, uh, an amazing start. Just hope no TNG crew gets killed off. Hearing the TNG theme made me uh, teary-eyed. I don't know. Do we think people are getting killed off? I don't know. I I think Um, so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But, I mean, who who, do you think they would kill off? I could see Jordy. Because they haven't really done a lot with him. The the only one that it would make sense to to kill him off would be Picard. Right. But they've done that already. They did yeah, it. Yeah, they've already done it though. So yeah, they, I don't they've think taken so. the teeth think, out of that. Yeah, I think they're all gonna. I think they're all gonna survive. Mm. You think the kid will yeah. die? Maybe. Ah, uh, I don't know about that. You I know, don't think so. I could see. I think Shaw. I think Shaw is gonna die, and someone is going to end up in command of the Titan. Someone other than him. Jack will die. Wow. Well, I mean, Pavel has uh, passed spoken already. Yep. Mm. <laughs> it does follow this. The uh, Yeah, you're right. It follows uh, Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what I want to know about this show. Oh, Daryl says Riker. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of, no. yeah, I thought about that too, but I don't think so. I, I think, I think what'll be fun though It'll be the final ending scene of the entire of the entire show. It'll be mm-hmm. the last episode and the last scene of this season of Picard. It'll be Picard having a glass of wine with his love of his life back at the chateau. And him trying to explain to her that he does have a son who's twenty something years old. <laughs> but by love of his life, do you mean um uh like books? No, no. What's her name? The Romulan. What's her name? I couldn't think of it. Jasmine's got it. Raffi. Not Raffi's Raffi, the love no. of his life. No, God. God, why can't they the think inter- of her name? The Enterprise D. That's the hot the Romulan. Life. She wants the Enterprise D. <laughs> the wide one. That's right. <laughs> or the fat one. That's what they call it. The, the fat, fat one. one. She the wants fat the fat one. one. God, what is her name? Somebody help me out here. I'm totally You're talking about. Laris, gee, many Christmas. How could I not yeah. think of her name? I don't know. That, that's a great picture, Bronson. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Darren's laughing at us all. Uh, yeah, what do you know? What's another good comment? Uh, overall, it's just people being very, very excited about it and and, and everything. Uh, Terry gets it, gets it. Kurtzman's doesn't. Paramount, please capitalize on the goodwill and do the right thing. What do they mean? Do, what does do the right thing mean? Fire Kurtzman. That's what that means. Yeah, but okay. So <laughs> I, I get it. We all hate him, and, and I do too. But I will say, like I said in, in our in our Discord group, he's smart enough to kind of step away and let other people take control. That is a big thing. Like that's not most creatives are not good like that. They're they're too egotistical and, and want to see their vision through. So. I don't know if it's that with him. I think it's that, uh, oh, I can still continue to, to hold down this paycheck um, and let these other people do the work while I work on something else. I mean, that <laughs> that could be the case. You could be right. We don't know. They all do all... that. They all do that in Hollywood. Every single one of these guys at that level has more than two jobs that they're getting paid for. Not necessarily. 
Ah, I could list uh, a couple off the top of my head. Seth MacFarlane, um, the guy that was doing Rick and Morty until he got found out to be a pedo and is gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh darn Wait, it. Wait, what? The guy that was do- doing the voiceover for Rick and yeah, Morty. Yeah, Justin. Justin Rowland. Yeah. And what happened? He, he. I don't know if he's really a pedo. Or no, it was something with his wife or girlfriend that he, apparently the, he got The allegations is her. that he, he like threw her in a closet and beat her up and... It's pretty bad. It, it does look bad. It does sound bad. But again, I mean, what does that have to do with him being a, a pedophile? I don't know. I, I said oh, that. Chad's and I jumping about to conclusions. Exactly. All I right. said that, and I was like, "Wait, that's somebody else, not him." Um, yeah. At any rate, <laughs> it's accusations. Well, Chad, Chad jumps right to not. things without without. Yeah, the I just flash, got the conspiracy the flash involved. Yeah, the Flash <laughs> is probably involved. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had enough coffee yet this morning. Yes. I'm also keeping up with my moniker. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, so that's all the news stories. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, should we get to the main topic? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Fun will now commence. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the main topic is episode two, Disengage, for card season three. And, of course, some of the predictions we made last week came true in this episode. We got to see who Raffi Sandler was, a.k.a. Worf, who comes in and is clearly not a pacifist by lobbing someone's head off. That was awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was pretty good. He voiced a lot of characters. Yeah. Um, Chad, you're, you're cutting, cutting in and out. out. I don't, yeah, I don't know if Daniel's here or not. Am I? Yeah, I'm hearing that. Yeah. Nothing's. Okay, hmm. try it now. Yeah, I mean, I'll just keep talking until you guys okay, tell me to yeah. stop. Because I mean, fine. nothing, nothing. Yeah, maybe, maybe you turn in your head. That maybe turning my head did it. I'll just hold perfectly still and not move one Do inch, that. one inch, Do just that. like this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes. No. Um. Yeah, maybe it was. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Where was I? Oh no. So of course we know who Rafi's handler is now. It's Worf. We got to see his introduction into the show. Um, looks awesome. Was <laughs> awesome. Lobbed the uh, Romulan's head off, which I'm sure he's not something he's wanted to do for a long time. Uh, not a Romulan, a uh, Ferengi. Oh, um, dude, when he did that, I totally thought he was picturing Quark. Yep, yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, we see, of course, uh, Picard and Riker stuck on the ship. They get the shuttlecraft there. They're trying to escape in, blown up. Um, the Titan has to come in and rescue them. They get into it with Amanda Plummer, who's crazy um, and totally acts insane. Uh, and then they get in a little chase scene as they try to leave after they argue with Shaw for, you know, the entire freaking episode uh, about uh, what to do in that mm-hmm. one hour. But of course the major reveal 
spoiler alert, um, Jack Crusher is Picard's kid. That's right. That guy He's right there. Special boy. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's the episode in a nutshell. Uh, we don't know where it's going from there other than Amanda Plummer's character, her ship or whatever, is, is fully armed with everything and anything under the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Titan is apparently no match, which no. I like this scene right here only because of the ships and the way that they're attached to the wall and they're all yeah. gold plated. I mean, right. Shaw is such a freaking whiny piece of work. I mean, I don't care for him as a captain at all. I, I do hope he dies. Um, okay, that's my two cents know, he's, in the episode. He's grown on me a little bit. You think so? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I think he's all right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, he's not my cup of tea, but that's okay. So overall, what did we think of the episode? I, I thought it was better than the first episode from the standpoint of uh, the dialogue wasn't as bad, although it was still a little choppy in places. We get to yeah. hear them talking in the middle of action scenes for way too long. And it's not yeah. a matter of they're not it's not a matter of, uh, you know, they're not talking about something that's important. It's, it's not it's not even techno babble. It's just they're saying yeah. obvious things. They're just saying the obvious things out loud like multiple times. I don't know what the issue is with the writing. When it comes to that, they don't know what to say. They don't know what techno babble is. I, I don't understand. But yeah, I noticed it again. It wasn't as bad, but I noticed it again. Mm-hmm. That's about my only nitpicky thing of the episode. It felt like uh, we waited a long time for not so much to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I felt like the story that was told in this episode could have been told in half the time. I'm not saying yeah. I didn't enjoy it. But when that happens, I'm like, ah, oh, they could have given us so much more story if they told this in the first half. Shaw suffered some trauma. Yeah. It'd be interesting to find out what's, you know, well, she talked about yeah. his, his psychological profile. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She be did. Yeah. Come to find yeah. out. Maybe we'll find out, like, he was an ensign on the D and nobody even remembers him. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Taryn says uh, Shaw earned points when he stepped aside and when it was confirmed that Jack is Picard's son. Yeah, That was probably so my favorite my... scene of the whole episode. Yeah, here's my question with that. Um, you gave, you know, you didn't give two shits about anyone's rank but your own mm-hmm. in the last episode. But suddenly Picard says, you know, belay I'm that admiral. order. Admiral's orders. This mm-hmm. is what we're doing, and and he basically steps aside. So I didn't, I don't understand it. Are you an admiral? Are you a retired? I admiral? thought about which, that. Which, yeah. which is I, it? Which I is can it? explain. I can explain that. Uh, admiral or retired admiral doesn't matter. You're still in. You're still in the chain of command, and people will respect and listen to you. And when you're in the uh, dining lounge with just Shaw. He didn't have to do jack shit. He's the captain, and 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 Picard's not an acting admiral in that said command. On the bridge, if Picard says that, everybody there is going to listen to Picard, and Shaw knows damn well that if he says anything, he's going to have a backlash. Yeah, because he's and that's why he's not saying anything to to Hanson, and Hanson or Seven of Nine isn't in the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so because he knows he's going to have backlash. Yeah, I, I do oh. love if you watch the closed captioning it. It puts her as seven of nine, not Annika yeah. Hansen. Yeah, which is yeah. great. Yeah, that's cool. 
So, yeah, I don't know if it's Borg related or not, Daryl. That's a good point. I mean, Shaw could have trauma based on uh, something that happened with the Borg, but mm-hmm. I bet it's I bet it's more to be with the fact that he's just he's incompetent. Something. Well, to to get back to what Dan was saying about like that this this episode specifically felt a little bit stretched thin storyline wise. That mm-hmm. was one of the big criticisms we saw in that uh, in Gadget article that I posted that okay. said that was one of the few detracting articles about picard season three they did mm-hmm. say that that was a big thing this season that it was too many episodes for the storyline so that might be a thing that keeps coming up yeah all right well just to know that ahead of time i'll well, deal with it yeah. is, is the titan gonna wind is, is every episode gonna be the titan being in the in the in that cloud trying to get away from uh what's Plummer's character's name uh vatic vatic yeah vatic how is it that Vatic knows the backstory of everyone? Well, that's, that's a great question. Enough. That's easy yeah. enough to explain. Oh, Chad's got the answer. What is this? Oh, yeah, right, yeah. So, so Vatic is former Starfleet. Could be. And she was, or she's she she was a uh, Starfleet or she was maybe not Starfleet civilian, but maybe she was in a uh, an area like the Maquis, right? Um, that got turned over by Starfleet, and so now she's vindictive against Starfleet. Or she's got one of those bugs in her. And all yeah, those bugs communicate I, together. I don't know. I, the 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 first season, I would say, yeah, there was some. There was a pretty good chance of that. It's the second episode, I mean, um, first episode, yeah. Second episode, now, I don't know. If we get another, I guess the third episode will tell me for sure. Yeah, it might be a former thirty uh, section thirty one. Yeah, Terry, totally that's crazy, a good theory. Though. She's totally right. crazy though, so I, I don't know. But. Um, so when you said second season, second episode, you're not sure. You're not yeah, sure so the, I, I think the, the credence of the bugs and the conspiracy theory and all that, I think, is getting less and less. But um... so here's something: mm-hmm. there was there wasn't a lot this episode that pointed towards the bugs, but there was one line um, when the Fenris Rangers are taking those crates of uh, of weapons. Mm-hmm. One of them says to his guys, he says something to the effect of. Uh, come on, anyone would think that's heavy. Okay. Mm-hmm. When the humans have those bugs in them, they have augmented strength. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not it's not heavy. He was lifting that crate like like it was mm-hmm. nothing. And he was saying, Come on, people are supposed to think that's heavy. Like you should pretend to be struggling to yes. carry that. <clears throat> yeah, I do recall that. Yeah. So that I was a weird did this on, blue thing. I think yeah. they did this on purpose. I think they're they're trying to throw us off. I think right. that's the only thing, the only reference to the bugs for this episode that I caught. And I think they did that on purpose. Well, the, the bug theory is getting out there. It's not just us. Like there are other, yeah. other fan sites that are, <clears throat> that are going with it. So okay, that's the prevailing theory. It seems like I still think that'd okay. be too clever for them. I hope it's true. Chad doesn't want awesome. to give him any, any chances. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you get nothing. I'm just going off the track record here. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that'd be. I hope it's true because it would be freaking fantastic. It would take every little nitpicky thing I've had of it so far and just been. Yeah, who cares? This is awesome. You know what I mean? If they yeah. could really lay it in like that, because um, that's a that's a lot. That's that's a very deep cut. Mm-hmm. So I don't it know. We'll see. Cut. We'll see. Maybe it's it's two Vicks behind it all. It is it's really deep. Yeah, it yeah. is. It yeah. is Worf is Raffi's handler, but Tuvix is Worf's handler. That's, that's right. That's how it breaks down. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. and I have another theory, too, on how did Worf go from being an ambassador to being a handler in Section 31? 
right? Mm-hmm. That was a question that Pavel just asked. How yep. did Worf go from being Klingon ambassador to handler in Section 31? So I think I have an answer for that. That's easy enough. I do too, but go ahead. You can go first. Being an ambassador is fucking boring. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. Well, that and he was an ambassador. He was an ambassador, and then at some point he came back to Starfleet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was an ambassador at the end of Deep Space Nine, and then in Nemesis... You know, three years later, or whatever, he's he's right back in a in a Starfleet uniform, serving yeah. in the Enterprise again. Yeah. So he had enough of being an ambassador. As for Section Thirty One, I think the explanation for that is: Do you remember when he he let the Cardassian operative die in the jungle? Yeah. And saved and saved Judzia instead. Mm-hmm. Okay, he got a formal reprimand for that. Right. And Cisco told him you will probably never have a command of your own because of this. Mm-hmm. So if that holds true in the regular Starfleet chain of command, what does he have to look forward to? Right. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Right. So I could see him being approached by Section 31 and saying, listen, you're never going to you're never going to be a, a starship's captain mm-hmm. on this on this track. Right, but come with us, and there's important work for us to do. There's important work for you. Mm-hmm. Is Starfleet intelligence the same as Section Thirty One? It's not the same. Adjacent. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of think of them as the FBI and the CIA, right? Like or the NSA. Well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's more like the CIA, the NSA, Army intelligence, Naval intelligence, Air Force mm-hmm. intelligence. There's multiple intelligence agencies. Right. The Time Travel Army. Directorate. G.I. Joe. Yes, G.I. Joe. Yeah. The Justice League of America. That's right. That's right. The West Coast Avengers. The Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah. Well, see, I keep thinking about that. You're right, Pavel. Worf has an inside guy with Bashir, but I keep thinking about that. And I keep thinking about the times that Section 31 came to DS9, the times that we had the mirror universe crossover stuff with Mm -hmm. Kira. And how the Klingons were kind of downtrodden race in the mirror universe, you know, to the Terrans. Um, and I keep going back to that as maybe the re- you could really write the backstory because there's enough of it open up to, to make this happen. But maybe he becomes ambassador specifically as his first step to start to be able to have a reason to go certain places and talk to certain people as he goes into uh, section 31 and then we'll find out he wasn't the first Klingon in section 31 because an ancestor of his yeah. Ash Tyler was mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right your favorite oh boy ponytail man uh, back at it again <laughs> so here's Can't the wait. thing here's the thing all they have to do to recruit him is tell him you remember all those things you wanted to do yeah. at the tactical station on mm-hmm. the Enterprise and Picard said no and did something else. Yeah, I remember all those times. Yeah, come with us and you will do all of that stuff all of the time. So I- I'm going to throw this out there. You know, at this point in the history, the Klingon Empire and the Federation are, are friends. Oh yeah. Who's to say that he's just not, you know, Klingon intelligence working with Section 31? That's true. Yep, yep. It's true. We never know where his loyalties are exactly mm-hmm. chad's favorite klingon yes. yeah Ash Tyler, yeah. you bet Ash Tyler. Um, so going on with that theme though God, i just lost my train of thought um, <laughs> the whole uh 
time crystals in section 31 with ash tyler and the klingons and oh this is the show i want house of star trek house of tyler oh god only if it's starring tyler perry <laughs> <laughs> that'll be it's house of tyler's and it's yes. Ash Tyler and Tyler Perry. <laughs> God. Oh, oh boy. <clears throat> no, thank He's you. He's been in Trek before. Why not? Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. No, what was I so, gonna say? Uh with um so section thirty one though is as far as uh, Michelle Yo, I mean we we're all in agreement that that's dead. They're not bringing that yeah. back. Well, I don't know if I'm in agreement in that. I, I I would say this. They want her. She's a very popular actress right now. Yeah. Whether or not they can get her at this point, that's a different story. What if all of that though becomes if this if this with Worf becomes super popular and he is a, he is section thirty one, what if they stick her in that timeline with Worf? Would you be interested in that? Why don't I they just see- leave her out of it? And give us a Section 31 show with Worf. Yeah. 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 Yeah, ripping heads off. I mean, that's definitely the That's way it. Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he is a... House of he, Tyler's he a special just... guest, Megan Merkel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we could get Harry on with his all-new book. <laughs> yes. Oh, you did see that South Park. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> That was that's so great brutal. Day. It was so good, though, but it was so brutal. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they do not care. It's great. Oh, no. it's. I mean, they're getting threatened with lawsuits from the from the uh, Crown and everything, and they just don't give a shit because there's nothing they can do. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think a Wharf show would be great. Uh, I think it's – I think Star Trek trivia is that Worf has been in in the most episodes of Trek, yep. but Riker yep. has been in the most series. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's correct. Um, mm-hmm. do Chad we... doesn't like this. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> thinking. I mean, do, is that something we really? Does that something that really fits? Right. Does a does a Section Thirty One Worf show fit with where we are right now? So, well, where are we right now? Because we're in yeah. four different time periods, five right. different right. time periods right now. Right. As much as I love Strange New Worlds, I kind of wish it was set in this time period. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of want them to, you know, bring everything back into the fold. If you want to have three shows going in, going at the same time, I think it would be better to have them in the same set in the same time period because then you can have the occasional crossover and and whatnot and it's not super gimmicky like a holodeck or a dream sequence or you know whatever or like the cartoon show is going to be on the live action show yeah 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 um yeah I think if I they're going to do another show and they, if they were to bring Worf in and do his own show, I think it would have to be like a miniseries, right? One season and it's done. I don't think you could do let's go season four of Worf, right? But if you did one really good miniseries, maybe six to eight episodes, a good storyline for him, 
something where he passes a baton on to Alexander or like finally make that relationship nah. really good. <laughs> no. No. No, no Alexander. <laughs> An honorable death for Worf at the end. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh maybe at the end of this season. Um I think with every yeah, and, and Pablo makes a great uh point, point there. At this point, I don't you're not gonna get section thirty one just based on the price that Michelle Yeoh is going to bring to anything at this point mm-hmm. um, for her nomination for that movie. So, Oh, Jasmine's too. Spin off Picard's kid. You know, they, they have said that this is going to be the final season of Picard, and then there's all these illusions that Picard will go on. I think this is how it goes on. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jack Picard. Jack Picard. Yeah, I mean, I guess that brings me back to this season. Um, so far where we are, two episodes in out of ten, we have eight more to go. Where do we think this seasons going and then once we talk about that we can talk about where that leaves us overall for trek in the mm. future because obviously with discovery they're so far out in left field it doesn't matter what happens there it's just it's whatever um mm. and then everything else we have is in the past um even mm. lower decks is technically in the past so we don't really have anything that uh well all of it's technically in the future right <laughs> that's true chasbiz jordy's kid kids remember t is going to have two daughters in this series yeah we've only yeah. met one yeah, but, but uh, when you say that though i mean i know what you're getting at but i'm maybe i'm weird that way but i look at the present in trek being where the tng crew is now yeah that's I how i too. feel like trek present is yeah. anything before I that agree. is trek past anything ahead of that is trek future yeah. So it just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of, like, where do we go from here? So let's talk about this season. Where, where are we going next? Like, what's our prediction for episode three? What's going to happen next? Are the, is, uh, you are know, I've got get... a clip of what's ah, coming let's, up. Let's play a clip. Let's, 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 uh, let's... let's play the clip. Okay, let's do that, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Uh, here we go. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we're at the con. Well, Wheaton shows. No sign of strike, sir. You've lost contact. There go the sensors. Lost. 
His voice is so grovelly. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do love it. And uh, how long do you think we're going to spend in that uh, nebula? I, I hope oh, that'll only, be the whole episode. I hope I hope yeah. it's only this episode. We're gonna it'll be that whole episode, but I hope it's not another one after that because we've already been gonna, in that thing for one whole show already, one whole episode already. What's wasn't there a, a, an episode of TOS where like they're it's basically subs trying to find each other? Yeah, like the yeah yeah. It's going to be that. The Wrath of Khan was for a good portion of the movie as well, yeah, where they're yeah. trying to find each other. So, which when they went into that nebula at the end, the sound effect they used was the same yeah. sound effect mm-hmm. from the, uh-huh. the nebula, which is great. I love it. Yeah, but I but I hope we're only in that nebula for for this next episode, season, uh, episode three. I hope that's it. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> years later, still you. can't track ships in a nebula. Yeah. yeah, it's very difficult, buddy. It's very yeah. difficult. Yeah. I just hope they don't spend the whole episode in there. I mean, it seems. To, Tactically, it, it, it makes sense to, okay, go into the nebula. Okay, once we lose them, get pick out. A random he- pick a random heading and just go. Yep. Just yeah. go balls to the wall. Yeah. Because here's a thing that doesn't happen in, uh, in Star Trek very often, which is something called a tackle, right? Like, you got two ships there trying to fight each other. One of them wants to leave. They can just warp off. Like there's only a tractor beam, and but that's very rare that you get one large ship tractor beaming another large ship to try to keep them from warping yeah. off, right? But so, but it only takes one line of dialogue of oh the nebula is interfering with our nacelles we can't go to warp. Now you're stuck you, in there all. Yeah, episode. but you get out of the nebula, right? I mean, uh, we don't know how big it is. The whole point of going into the nebula is to lose them and then burn off and get away. Yeah, right. right. That's, that's, that's the whole point of it, and that's what should happen within you know one more episode right and the so only speak- reason it wouldn't happen in that episode and have to string out into another one is if they actually during that uh, episode get into a position where they can shoot each other and now they're damaged and they can't move <laughs> <laughs> so okay so of tractor beams yes um throwing ships yeah, that, yeah. Was weird. that was cool but it was weird and it was kind of the instant that happened my first thought was oh great now we're gonna have this conundrum we had in, in uh, star wars where all of a sudden going to light speed could rip apart several ships in your path uh-huh. <laughs> you know so, I, I thought about that too like that seems weird and everything um but then i remember that enterprise we literally had like the enterprise had a fist that could punch people with that claw thing <laughs> so whatever man well yeah that was, that was a, a little different hook that was a yeah. grappling, was hook, a grappling yeah. hook i don't know i saw that and at first i was like holy shit and then i thought about it for a minute yeah and it just it doesn't work yeah it doesn't work these are two Why ships that are well because these are two ships that are in that are in space yep okay if you're yeah. if you're in a rowboat and your friend's in a rowboat and you try and push him away what happens you you move away. Mm-hmm. You move away. Yeah. Okay. So the tractor beam, the tractor beam, pulls things, mm-hmm. or pushes things. They right. pull it's the like reverse line. tractor beam. What's that? It's like a tow line. Yes, they called mm-hmm. it a reverse tractor beam, but that's just a repulsor. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's it's the same thing. They just switch the polarity. Since you're okay. getting so technical here. Warning, warning, nerd alert, nerd alert. I mean, this is the definitive of, like, well, actually, just like, well, actually, But it is, but think, just think about it for a minute, okay? A, yeah. tractor, a tractor beam will pull something towards you. A repulsor beam will push something away from you. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can you can pull something with a rope, you can push something with a pole, okay, but to whip something to the side the way they did, I don't think it it was flung so that centrifugal force pushes out whether yeah, but here's the thing. I don't think a tractor beam can push something to the side. It pushes it away. Well, Dan or or it pulls it towards you. Okay. It, and then and then even if you did that. You would have to, the ship would have to engage its engines to pivot the ship in order to to fling the thing. Meanwhile, if they had just positioned the strike so that the, was it the Mariposa? What is it called? You know, Helium. if you're talking about all of this, all I've got now stuck in my head is, let me whip, whip, let me na na na. <laughs> all I'm saying there is, there you go. Chad's oh my God, he's doing the all snake right. dance. I give up. <laughs> 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 what was that? <laughs> so I was not expecting if they that. Had, if they had pushed the Elios uh, into the Titan, I think it would make much more sense than this fancy whipping thing that they came up with that needed uh, Baby LaForge to explain that they've broken all the laws of physics in order to do it. And I'm just going to drop my dad's name here because my dad told me that's how you do it. Yeah. Uh, SDC says next episode is going to be very intense. They're in big trouble in that nebula. As long as there's coffee in that nebula. (laughs) (laughs) So So uh, I think it's, I think it's perfectly reasonable to uh, throw a ship with a tractor beam like that. Um, For the standpoint of you've got two objects in space one is holding the other one. doesn't matter if they're pushing it or pulling it away, mm-hmm. but they're holding on to it. And as soon as you start to move, you're moving that other one with you. So now it's got momentum. It's got, it's got speed, right? And all you got to do is just rotate and let go, and now it just keeps going. That's it. And it doesn't have to do anything with repulsors. It doesn't have to do anything. All it is is you're holding on to it. So it's two objects that have mass. And once you let go, its momentum keeps going, and that's what it did, and it runs right into the other ship. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not planted. It's not right. planted it's not anywhere anchored because somewhere. it's yes, yes. The shrike is not anchored anywhere. It doesn't have to be anchored anywhere. Doesn't have to be anchored anywhere. You can sure tow a ship, can't you, with a tractor beam? Do you agree you that you tow can tow a ship, a ship yeah. with a tractor? Okay, that's all yeah. they did. They're towing it. Then they let go. They're not towing it because they pivoted. <clears throat> yeah. They pivoted and threw it. So What's... so when you're towing something in space, you can't turn? I would imagine you would turn and as you turn, your tractor beam is now gripping you. I guess you would re-aim the tractor beam and and grip it from a different angle. That makes no sense. Tell you what, let's ask ask the uh, audience since we got people in the chat room. Yes or no? Can you fling a ship at another ship in space? (laughs) Yes or no? The answer is yes. Type that in yes or no. Haven't we seen this before where one ship is towing another ship and then they let go and they pull up and the other ship just keeps going and wham runs into something? Or did that happen in uh, in uh, McFarland's universe, Orville? Paul, speaking of shrink, the bird, uh, bird is uh, Google it, yeah. culture and Google, brutal yeah. creature, yeah. So we've got a lot of yeses. Chazbiz with a no, another yes, yeah. Yeah, it's basically orbital mechanics. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 
You're just flinging something. Now, the question then becomes is why does it go through the shields so easily and doesn't get pushed off? There it goes. Subspace Subspace anchor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They reached into fluidic space and were holding on to one of the... uh, Yes, on flame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's possible. Now, the... So it's enough mass being thrown at another object. Shields don't matter at that point. Um, it's too much mass. So yeah, I think the shields are overwhelmed at that point. Yep, just goes right through it. Too much mass, which always mm-hmm. brings me back to why don't these guys have mass cannons of any kind instead of just lasers? Almost like, got the right answer. It's sci-fi. They can do anything. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Whiz bang, techno babble. Off you go. There you go. I like. Well, I think that's that's what thing. the torpedoes are. The torpedoes are, you know, a physical. Yeah. Thing. The phasers True. wear down the shields, and then the torpedoes blow up the stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. But I thought it was unique, and it was interesting that they did that as opposed to her firing a weapon, because um, she had a, a whole, she has a whole arsenal of weapons that she could throw at them, but she wasn't. She's just toying with them, mm-hmm. so she literally throws a ship in their face. Right. So <clears throat> I thought that was interesting. What I thought was stupid was. The amount of time it takes with her laughing and cackling and acting like a maniac and them just, you know, slowly going, okay, we're going to run. We're going we're gonna to pull away from them and go to the nebula and we're just mm-hmm. going to slowly. All right, guys, know. I'm leaving. I'm going over here. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you guys. Well, I'm going big, home. <laughs> a big, I think a bigger ship is less maneuverable. I mean, you just, you know. Well, yeah, it's like moving them. a cruise ship versus a speedboat. Yeah. You just, you know, the Millennium Falcon flying circles around a star destroyer mm-hmm. yeah you know, if, if he got into sights of that star destroyer he'd be toast but mm-hmm. you know he's just too fast too maneuverable right so yeah, i think taryn's right we all get a nerd alert for this yes yeah, for sure for sure yeah. um so i did nerd alerts you know, as far as the eye can see exactly <laughs> so switching gears here i did suffer for the people and i pulled some yep. clips um from um God, what is his name? Ed uh, Spiller? Yeah, Raffi's, Spillers? Yeah. Raffi's, Raffi's death scene? No, 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 no. Oh, um, damn. Jack Crusher. Please. Jack Crusher. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I've got some clips. I thought we would, you know, this guy's new to Star Trek. Let's get to know him a little bit. So here's a clip of him talking about what it's like to be uh, Picard Jr. Uh, it's a thing, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it's also, we need, we need to talk about the fact we're, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of next to my brother at the moment, you know, <laughs> half brother. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel that it's such a, it's such an interesting thing to try and get your head around. Like, it's like being the son of the most famous man in the world. And, and yeah. Because Picard in in the Star Trek universe, he, everybody knows who he is, and he is held by and large in such high esteem. And the fact that Jack is fighting that really. Yeah, I think he's. He, we we don't really he's we don't really know where he sits with that with with you know when we meet him and once we un, un, uncover the fact that he is, you know, Picard's son. He's still we don't know what that means to him. Yeah, because why hasn't that happened before? Why hasn't that been confronted before? And so obviously that's something that's deep rooted in him and something that he has been battling with his his whole adult life and beyond. Uh, so there you go. Does he know? Did he? Did, I mean, do we know that for sure? He knows in that in that episode. And I don't think in that episode we know for sure. Hey, Scott, how's it going? Yeah. If Scott, hey. can you? 
<clears throat> oh, so two brothers talking. Um, it it sounds like when Picard says that's my son, he didn't immediately be like what? Like so, I would imagine he knew. Yeah, that's true. We'll have to hear, you know, we'll have to wait and hear the reasoning why. Yeah. No relationship. That'll be the B him. plot while they're trying not yeah. to get killed. Family drama. Right. Yeah. yeah. She does, Taryn. She's got some splaining to do. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. You know, 20 years of not saying, 21 years, whatever it was, not saying a word to anybody. I mean, this is apparently why she didn't speak to anybody, but why? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what the entire season will be about. Why did mm-hmm. Beverly run? <laughs> I, I think that'll be part of it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and what'll be funny though, it will be really good. They won't do this, but what would be really amazing is if you find out. Yeah. Picard and Bev Vang. That's right. Um, <laughs> what'll be interesting to find out is that maybe the whole time Jordy knows. I wonder if Picard right? looked there. Am I better than a ghost? <laughs> you think Jordy knows? I think it would be great to have either Jordy or Worf or somebody actually know and have have known this whole time and not say anything. Like they were sworn to secrecy or something. It wouldn't be Deanna because then, you know, Troy, it, it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be her. Um, yeah. Did, did Q, Q know? know? Uh, oh, I'm sure Q knew. They didn't maybe. use that, but I'm sure he knew. Okay, so. All right. So Honey Bunny said something about um, <laughs> I don't remember her name. Yeah, Vatic. <laughs> said it earlier. Valic, yeah, some yeah. Honey Bunny. So she she mentioned Picard's android body. Yeah, she knows body. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it's come up a few times. So it's kind of known that he has a a synthetic body. So I'm going back to my bug theory. If Beverly thought that everyone else was compromised, she would keep her distance for 20 years. But then she hears about Picard having a new synthetic body. And that convinces her that, no, he's not compromised. Right. He can't be compromised. He can't be compromised because he's got a new body. And maybe that's why they bring in lore. Yeah. Because lore can't be compromised either. And at least. Oh, that's what I was saying last week about surrounding herself with, with, uh, androids and holograms but I'm, yeah. I'm specifically trying to think okay why should why would she not contact him for 20 years and then suddenly you know help me obi-wan you're my only hope yes yeah. you know he's synthetic so he can't yeah. be compromised yeah do yeah we, i don't know okay here's the thing do we find a turn because they Riker very early and says that he's having issues with deanna is Riker compromised Or Deanna, but yeah, yeah, that would see that would suck. I don't know. Well, they they just have to cure him, and then he's back. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that would. I think it'd be a fun turn, a fun turn of events. Riker versus Picard for a little bit. (laughs) A synth body stronger than a than a a, a compromised body. (laughs) You don't know how to improvise, Picard. It's time to jazz this up. (laughs) Or Or is this Thomas Riker? Thomas Riker. Oh! Thomas Riker is. Oh! I like that idea. Thomas Riker, yeah. Then start cue, cue the music. Dun, 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 oh, dun, I thought you meant this. Warning, warning. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. Yeah, 
bringing out that Thomas Riker. So the last time we saw Thomas Riker, he was on his way to a Cardassian uh, prison camp as a member of the Maquis. Mm-hmm. So he could still very well be out. There. He actually he appeared in a couple storylines in Star Trek Online, and uh, yeah. for a while that was supposed to be canon. You know, they've, I think they've kind of does he pull the sideburns off again? Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. Because because Thomas is all about the goatee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. Now all you're right. blowing my mind with the fact that Thomas Riker could be the Riker Racine. Yeah. Ah, that'd be I pretty that good. Idea. That'd be pretty good. I I kind of doubt it, but that'd be pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. So it would be a whole reverse Thomas Riker thing. Yeah. In that in that um, you know, Will's been locked away for ten years at this point. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. Man. It's getting uh, deep really up in deep. here. It's getting deep. That's about deep. the only thing you could you could say though, to explain the whole him and Deanna are on the outs. I mean that's chat room, what do you guys yeah. think? Do you think Doesn't that could be right. possibly Thomas Riker and not Will Riker? So I don't know. It do takes about thirty do... seconds for them to hear what we're saying right yeah, now. Yeah. Do you think uh do you think Deanna as an empath could tell the difference between Thomas and William? I bet they have different energy. Like Will might be a little more happy go lucky and Thomas is a little more vindictive. So yeah. So who Oh, it was definitely uh Amanda Plummer. Thomas Riker. No, it was definitely Amanda (laughs) Plummer and her crew, Vatic. Whatever her crew is, it was definitely them that did it did that. For whatever reason, what their motivation is, what they're trying to accomplish, I don't know. But it was definitely them. That group, that cabal. So that Ferengi. Mm-hmm. Um, Sneed. Do you recognize him? He's another the Twelve actor? Monkeys character. Yeah. Actor. yeah, I don't, I don't know him from Twelve Monkeys, but in the X Men films, he was Pyro. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. But what I found interesting about him, well, first off, he was drinking, he was drinking Sluggo Cola. Yes, awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's, it's. I'm not sure. It sounded like he cracked one open, handed it to her. And then charged her for it because you yes. the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's such a Ferengi thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a couple things I noticed about him um, that just didn't seem quite right to mm-hmm. me. Um, he had a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, he did. Oh, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we've never seen Ferengi with uh, with yeah, any facial sort of hair. facial hair. Yeah. Um, they have ear hair, but you know nothing on their head, nothing on their face. D- Daryl thinks this is going to be Picard Fast and the Furious because it's all about family. <laughs> it's all about family. <laughs> but another thing about Sneed, his lobes were very small. Yeah, I thought he, he did he not have like the a... lobes for business. No, he did not have the lobes <laughs> for business. And among Ferengi, I don't think he could become a crime boss with such small lobes. I don't think anyone would well, respect him with such small It would small very lobes. much be little lobe syndrome for him to become a crime <laughs> boss. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily when it comes to doing blatant criminal acts. That's mm-hmm. not exactly what I mean. <laughs> sure, the Ferengi want to rip people off. That that they're there to make a profit. They don't care. They don't really have the same morals and ethics we do. But in terms of getting into 
blatant straight up crime killing people and all that kind of stuff um death is bad for business right so i mean if you kill your client they can't buy from you again she does make a good point when she but says he, that yeah so he, he did lop that guy's head off though and yeah. keep it as a trophy so i mean he's not That's, above that sort of exactly thing. so i mean maybe you know he's not your typical ferengi is all i'm getting at and so the lobes don't really matter mm. but mm-hmm. uh I don't know. No Uma. Yeah. 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 I would go for lobe augmentation surgery or something. Exactly. He's trying to afford Oh, did you have your lobes enlarged? You look great. But he's got tattoos all over his face and his hands, too, if Mm -hmm. you didn't notice that. So Yeah, I did notice. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's necessarily uh an odd Ferengi thing or not. We've seen plenty of Ferengi with tattoos on their on their foreheads, but do you but, think that that point in the future tattoos would be more like gifts that kind of like animate on your arm? Oh yeah, for sure. That'll happen. Yeah, you bet. You've already got like subcutaneous implants you can put in there to do little things, little spirals and stuff on. That's true. On skin, so, war and peace are good for business. This is true, Daryl. Daryl, who knows his rules. Good job, yep. Daryl. So I always ask myself when I see humans mm-hmm. in Star Trek, and they're not on Earth. They're not on a Earth vessel they're like you know the guy working the door at sneed's place was was a human and it i i have to ask myself like what's going on with this guy mm-hmm. that he doesn't want to live on earth which is an absolute utopia instead he'd rather work the the door at a shitty ferengi bar in the middle of in the middle of nowhere you know what i mean i'll give you two reasons I I was going to say it's like the Maquis, right? Like there are some people who just reject it and want to have their own thing. Yes. Yeah. First reason is he's not born there. That could be one. So yeah. Second reason. Second reason is he's not allowed. Yeah, not allowed. Say all you want about Starfleet and and United Federation of Planets and the utopia that is Earth and all that kind of stuff. Um, I guarantee you there's border control and there's people who are allowed to come to earth and people who are not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, if he wasn't born on earth, if you're not born, if you're a human and you're not born on earth, then there is a, it's probably not easy to get there. Yeah. Right. Like you, oh, you know. have to, you have to pass an exam or you have to have been in some sort of status or whatever. I mean, they're not just going to let everybody and anybody come to earth and ruin the utopia. Mm. It is a little bit of a fascist state. A little bit. I think so. it depends. And the, and the thing is, like, they very much have changed the utopia concept of Star Trek. They're trying to make it more Star Wars than Star Trek in that respect. Chaz well, has the real to, right answer right there. The, He's not vaccinated. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it used to be it used to be that the Federation is a utopia, and now they've yeah. kind of said that Earth is a utopia. Yeah, they've, they've shrunk that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, Pavel! <laughs> no, dude, it's not like that. <laughs> it's what not quite what I meant. He says Starfleet has better border control than the U.S. <laughs> There's so many things. Earth wall. <laughs> There's so many things There's wrong a with shield. that. There's a giant yeah, glass ball around sure, the Earth. I'm pretty sure everybody has better border control. <laughs> Oh God. Someone's gonna sh- someone's gonna show up with a vacuum in the opening of it and suck all the air out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a spaceballs? That's a spaceballs reference. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> They're gonna get the giant robot vacuum. Uh huh. It transforms yeah. from the ship into Mega the made. 
Yeah, yeah Mega Man. <laughs> That's so funny. It's nice. Well, so let's good. get to feedback then. All right, shall we? Let's go. Yeah, let's get to feedback. Open hailing frequencies. Hey. Frequencies open, sir. Hey. Hey. So uh, X up in the chat if you want to take part. I will put the link in. And But in the meantime, we do have a voicemail. Ready for me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this comes from... Uh, Timothy Morris, he says, hey, guys, Tim here from south coast of England with an audio recording of my review of Picard. Keep on trekking. Tim, and now play. And we've got one more. (laughs) How weird was that? I thought your podcast would stop as soon as I started recording, but obviously not. Hello, gentlemen. Good morning. It's uh, Tuesday morning here. Just responding to my... Uh, to your thoughts on Star Trek Picard, which I rather enjoyed. Um, obviously, it wasn't perfect because it's still badly lit. Raph is still <laughs> pain in the arse, but thankfully, the only... Um, she's the only thing that's remaining from the first two seasons, as far as I can see. And from what I've heard, this show is going to get a lot better and get you a lot more in the fields. Um I'm sending this via voice recorder because I can't work out how to do international calls free of charge, whether it's through Skype. Uh, and of course, I need some international dialing codes. I'm going to look into that because hopefully the sound quality is better as well. But um, no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, much improved on uh, previous two seasons. Sorry, I'm driving at the moment, hands free. Um, much like Dan at the moment. <laughs> in He's in his own shuttle draft. On my way to Brighton to fix a dishwasher. That's what I do. <laughs> but getting back to the uh, to the subject. Now, I really enjoyed it. I, um, uh, there was a little bit of action, but not too much. Uh, Chad, I don't know why you don't like the Titan. I think the Titan, it's this constitutional, neo-constitutional class, is really beautiful compared to the crap that we've seen. Chad doesn't like nice things. And I get the feeling we're going to see either the Enterprise E or Geordie may have done something with the Enterprise D. Something something is going to turn up like that. I think you guys talk about the Intrepid class, uh, Galaxy class, and the other one. The fat one will appear. All showing up together. It's going to, something like that's going to happen, isn't it? Uh, But all in all, yeah, I think it's been an encouraging start. Uh, from what I've heard of people who've seen the whole season, it's going to take, give it two episodes, they say, or three. Uh, but I'm so glad that there's not much of that rubbish left, left over from season one and two. <laughs> this is going to be great. It's going to be a great send-off. And um, I'm not going to cry in the last episode because I'm not a big, massive girl. But <laughs> this is what I've been told. It's going to get a little bit teary, but I'm not going to. It's okay to cry. Manly man, and you should remember that. Anyway, <laughs> all the best, guys. I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Love you. Bye. <laughs> so, where is he from? New Jersey. Yes, that is a New Jersey accent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I'm not a big girly girl. <laughs> and who was that? It. That was so good. As Tim Morris. <laughs> I love that he's on his way to go fix a dishwasher. You know what I love? He's the Miles I, O'Brien of the show. I, yes. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> I love when we get messages like this and the people sound different and they're from yeah. different places and they're doing all kinds of, you know, different things. He's going to, you know, he, he's going to fix a dishwasher. We've got mm-hmm. truckers that listen to us. Mm-hmm. We've got yep. government employees that listen to us. That's true. Uh, CIA. You know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, the CIA is always listening. They're always listening. I just, I, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's great that Star Trek has fans all over the world, mm-hmm. all walks and, of life. Yeah, yep. all walks of life, all over the world, and it's you know, it's great that a few of them tune in to listen to us. It just hits me in the feels. That's yeah, all. absolutely. But you're not going to cry because I'm not going to cry because I'm not a girl either. <laughs> Not a girly man. That was awesome. That's funny. That was pretty good. Um, we also have Chazbiz is on the stream, so let me bring him in. All right, cool. Chazbiz, you there? We can see. Uh, There's an image now. Border wall. Did he just oh, walk away? What happened? I don't know. He dropped. He dropped his phone on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> he laughed it's... so hard at the girly man comment. Yeah. He did. He just. He just fell over. I guess. It's, All right. It's next uh, to the couch facing the ceiling. Is that what that is? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna let's go to the um the, the Kofi account and we'll try Chazbiz when she pops back on again. All right, sounds good. I've got the Kofi account pulled up over here. And we do have a couple of donations over the last few weeks. Uh well nice. Woods, I, I believe we forgot about his two weeks ago. Um but a few guys have been uh, donating on, on auto, it looks like, which is awesome. Nice. Eric Woods again 13 hours ago says this is some seed money for Dan's imminent cheesesteak factory copyright infringement lawsuit <laughs> fantastic <laughs> fantastic you. yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah. i do find it absolutely hysterical now because we keep getting those notifications about where you know we hit our goal we hit our goal and so daniel just went and set it to like three hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it doesn't give us those stupid messages about yeah, yeah. so uh get on that everyone that's yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. That's how much needed for the lawsuit for cheesesteak factory. That's right. That's just a that's just a retainer. We made just a retainer, yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah. even include the licensing, the LLC. Yeah, there's gonna uh, be the stretch forefront, all those utensils that have to say cheese steak, uh because uh-huh. they're gonna get have to get corrected because someone's gonna send us cheesecake ones. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that boy. should really be a thing. Like if we had merch, because we kind of do and don't. But if we did, I, you know, we should have cheesesteak factory think, merch. I was just thinking I could design a cheesesteak factory logo that looks like the cheesecake uh-huh. factory logo and put that on a t-shirt. I could. Probably, yeah. I don't need. I don't need the actual restaurant. We just no sell the merch to a restaurant. We, I, I would exist. buy that. I would buy yeah. that sweater, that hoodie. <laughs> yep. That's funny. Nice. <laughs> so I had a random thought. Okay. Yeah, the uh, the drug that Raffi takes because she's a dirty, filthy drug user. But anyway, uh, <laughs> it you know you take it by zapping your your eyeball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this a callback to that game that they all got hooked on on the Enterprise D? I thought about that. I've seen people allude to that. Um, okay. There, there's also other sci-fi series where that's how you take the drug yeah so it, it seems to be a common thing in sci-fi okay um i, I even don't know think why in the movie the batman they talk about the drops and i think that's it's like an eye drop thing that's maybe that's where i saw yeah. it before yeah yeah it seems familiar yeah it's it's a thing i've seen before in other in other stuff for sure 
Um, so, okay, Chazbiz says he's back. Uh, he accidentally had us on mute, so let's bring him in now. Now we don't have an image. What happened? He was <laughs> going to make up? his debut. Come on. Come on. Turn your camera on. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? What do you do? Jasmine, are, you, are, you, are there? you a girly man? Are you going to cry? Who is, you still Who is on your daddy? <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> Who said you could have my cookies? <laughs> Jasmine. Uh, I don't know what's going on with his audio. All whatever. right. Get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try Hipster Spock. I know he's been waiting, so we'll yep. go to him. All right, Hipster Spock, you there? Hi there. Hey, How you doing? Doing? what's up, buddy? Doing okay. Um, it's uh, Sunday um, afternoon. We're late afternoon here, and uh, you know, tomorrow's Monday, right? So there you um, go. back to the grind. Sunday <laughs> afternoon, um, depression setting in over here. <laughs> yeah, the dread. I know it well, the dread. I know it well. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, I mean, how Rafi must have some really good, like, um, tolerance for um, that little spray eye thing. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, she really fought through it, and it's, like, amazing. Because, yeah. I mean, that's that just shows how big of an addict she was to be able to... <laughs> get through that and still have her wits about her or or like we saw in ds9 when they took the the pills so they didn't get drunk when they pretended to be klingons maybe she took something beforehand yeah it's possible she's not that smart chad or, come on <laughs> or she's, she's be so she insulting. was like um she's like wesley from um from princess uh, bride yeah yeah um, she's built up a where, tolerance yeah. Yeah, could be. Could be everything. So this is, you know, these shows, these modern Trek shows, just so many times do we say, oh, this was a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. She's flying around in the La Serena. Yeah. The La Serena has an EMH. Right. The EMH is played by the guy who's not on the show anymore. Right. It's the perfect opportunity to just cameo him. For, yes. You know, for five minutes mm -hmm. to give her an injection so that she can you know take as much drugs as she wants down there absolutely i know but they didn't i'm but with you didn't. i like crystal ball they could have brought him in for one day yep yep, yep. i like yeah. it so yeah, easy that would have been cool yeah. it would have been cool it would have been great but but and it's it's kind of cool that well it's kind of tragic that she kind of um gave up her her um you know contact with her kid for her job and but then her husband should have, or her ex-husband should have expected that. Yeah, yeah. You're faced with an impossible choice there because it's yeah. not because you, you, on one hand you're sitting there thinking, okay, well, I got a job to do, and I'm trying to save a lot of people's lives. You know, the other stuff will just have to come later, right? And yeah. that's that's the yep. thinking that she's going through, and I can kind of understand that, even though it was a. But he's a shit person for putting her in that position anyway, because it's like, yeah, saying, do you yeah. want to save a bunch of people's lives, or do you want to talk to your son right now? And it's like. Really? Like, what a manipulative little shit. I can see yeah. why I'm not married to you anymore, you know? Yeah. I, I why is he involved from the standpoint, you know, what, what kind of shady past does he have to where he's got these contacts, right? Like, right. not good, not it good. It sounds like they were both awful people. And yeah, just a toxic <laughs> and they really shouldn't be on the show. And yeah, yeah. yeah I hope <laughs> Raffi dies. So... <laughs> 
Um, we should start a hashtag trending on Twitter. Hashtag kill Raffi. Oh, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> I would wow, get Chad. I'd get banned. You're going to get us banned from YouTube and all and these I things. probably would. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about well, a fictional character here. Well, well l- last week I said something about nepotism. I take that totally. I totally take that back because Amanda Plummer is a really cool um, villain in Vodic. Notice how she's so nonchalant and not like, um, like totally all in like evil and being angry. She just mm-hmm. laid back and be like, "Yeah, I'll I'll just give you an hour and all that stuff." I mean, that's I- what Ducat did. Yeah, and that's what got made him so like um, enjoyable because he he wasn't totally like totally nuts. He, you kind of that's... saw him and like, oh, okay, Darren, I love that idea. Star Trek <laughs> Raffi. No thank you. <laughs> no thank you. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, she comes across as kind of crazy though. She, she really does. She gives me a little bit of Captain Angel vibes. Not that over the top with it but that kind of cool confident competent villain who captain angel from strange new worlds yeah she's not, she's not as know. over the top as as captain angel yeah. but very competent and and confident in what she can do refresh my memory who's captain angel the one episode of strange new worlds you didn't like which was the one where she played the, the captain of the pirate ship oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like Taryn's suggestion, by the way, stepping back for a second to the old uh, cheesesteak factory lawsuit. You can always get our good friend Denny Crane uh, to <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> to be our attorney. We, we'd be fine then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I every once in a while I catch a, an episode of Boston Legal. That's so good. It's yeah. so good seeing William Shatner play the guy who's got the mad cow disease. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you no, think is going like, to happen next, Hipster Spock, with the show? Where, where, um, where are we going with it? I think in well, from from what I understand, I mean, I've I've watched some of the um, YouTube uh, clips of the of uh, those uh, critics that were really anti-Trek, anti-New Trek, but all of them said that they liked the uh, the season three of us of uh, Picard. Mm-hmm. All of them, they all they all saw like all ten episodes because I guess the uh, Paramount Police thought, okay, let's try to convert these uh, people who were so anti New Trek. Mm-hmm. So they they sent them all ten episodes, and th- they all said, yeah, this this one totally um, makes up for all the um, awful things that come in the past. Right. So I mean. If they're gonna stay on brand and go be anti-new track, they would have done that. But they kind of reverse course over there, and mm-hmm. I have very little reason to be skeptical of them because they were so like anti-new track and anti, let's say, this woke stuff. So um, that kind of makes me curious and like, okay, let's see what they got. And yeah. yeah. It it seems like a more coherent story, <clears throat> at least in the in the little bits that we have. I mean, what, everything what makes mean, a lot more the, sense. Uh, well, compared to the four episodes of nothingness in the middle of season two, where it's all about Raffi and Seven of Nine trying to be a couple. 
<laughs> yeah. The weird police chase. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's just painful. I hurt now I, with that flashback. I tried uh I tried rewatching seasons one and two leading up to this. Oh, I remember this, yeah. Yeah, and I I didn't get through season two. Oh. <laughs> of course not. How could you? It's like I didn't get through it. Someone would have to pay me a lot. Yeah. We'll, we'll go. And the fact that I think all these uh, old guys come back and they're going to be a lot more careful with this one than, um, than let's say, Discovery. Because mm-hmm. Discovery is a lost cause right now, right? So um, yeah. with Picard, there's still a little sliver of um, the old-time fans. So mm-hmm. they got to do, like, play some uh, fan service and, mm-hmm. and then kind of um, make everything make sense. Because if they don't, they're going to lose a lot of people. Right. And, and you know, these, uh, these old uh, people, people have really strong emotional bonds with, right? And mm-hmm. if they're going to short train them or treat them in a very bad way, you're going to lose a lot of people. People yeah. are just going to unsubscribe and leave forever. So you cannot... Um, mess with uh, Troy, Bev, and all these people, even war. Right. Yeah. It. I, I will say, bringing back the whole old crew, that has really piqued the interest of the casual fans. Like, yeah. my brother-in-law is a casual Star Trek fan and has asked me about this series. He has not yeah. asked me about any of the other shows or past episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a good marketing technique. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, a- any last uh, thoughts, Hipster Spock? Um, I'm enjoying the journey so far, so let's see how it goes um, in episode three. There you great. go. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for yeah, Thank by. you for having me. Yeah. We'll see you. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go to Chasmus next, and then he went away. I think he's having <laughs> issues. Yeah. Yeah. So um, did have a Facebook question, uh, but we kind of already touched on it. Mike Medina said, uh, how is Worf allowed back in Starfleet Intelligence when he abandoned an operative in DS9? So we kind of went into that. Uh, yeah. We did also ask everyone, what are your top three favorite Star Trek series? Do We had answers all over the map. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, combos I would not have expected. Uh, like Don Miguel, who said DS9, Voyager, and Strange New Worlds. That's mm-hmm. an interesting combo. Um, yeah. We had other people... You know, quite a few who said Discovery. I was surprised by that. One, though, that I that I did not see anywhere, and I posted this on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, a few different Facebook groups, our Facebook group, our Discord. Not a single one of these said Prodigy on any of them. Well, yeah. You know, it's a kid's show. It is a kid's show. Yeah. It is a kid's show. The, the animated series did get a couple shouts in a few of them, but... Yeah. I'm uh, I'm interested to see how long Prodigy is going to go. We don't know the actual numbers. Only Paramount Plus knows the actual numbers. Right, right. And I'm interested to uh, find out if it's a commercial success. And just to just to give you an example, um, around the same time that it came out. They re- they rebooted He Man and the Masters of the Universe. Yep. In a in a very similar animation style, mm-hmm. um, and tried to merch merch the hell out of it, and 
It's gone. It didn't work. It's yeah, gone yeah. now. Yep. Yep. I just saw last week they didn't they didn't renew it. It's gone now. Yeah. So initially when when Prodigy was first coming out, they were talking about, you know, all kinds of merch and whatnot, but I haven't seen anything. And kids don't know. I know it was made for kids. Kids don't know what it is. I tried to get my son to watch it and he watched the first two episodes and immediately yeah. lost interest. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Chaz Booth says he's back. He's hit me on the private chat. So let's try it one too more late. time. Too, too late. late. <laughs> Dance is too late, buddy. I know, Chaz Booth. What do you think? We got you on. Are you there? Oh, am I on? Now you're, you're on. on. Now you're on. Oh, okay. There he is. We've established communications. Chad said well, it's too you. late, but I said, no, get this guy on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I, I bought a new headset this week and it just. Did not want to work. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, because the microphone and everything just did not want to connect. So. Oh, Darren's, Darren says his daughter's hooked on Prodigy. That's yeah. good. She's the one. She's the one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, Jazz. So, um, yeah, what would you think of this week's episode? No, I, I liked it. I liked last week's better than this week. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I was the opposite. Yeah. I like this one's better but i really i, I yeah. kind of like the mystery boxes last week you know who's who oh, yeah and, and then I, I got another question right so amanda sure. plumber uh-huh. right she's she's smoking the cigar yeah. isn't that the same cigar that iman's smoking on undiscovered country uh-huh. and isn't she a shapeshifter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so and then when Riker visits the titan Mm-hmm. And he looks that's at his everybody. Real name. Yeah, if it's Thomas Wrecker, whatever. <laughs> but he he looks at everybody, and then there's that one ensign or whatever in the yellow, and he kind of looks at him when he yep. walks away. Yep, I mentioned that last it, week because I think yeah, he's got he, a bug he, in him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's got the eyeball, or he's with Thomas Riker, and they're gonna commandeer the ship or something. Who uh, knows? Yeah, they're gonna so, mutiny. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that brings up an interesting point I hadn't thought about, Jazz, which I don't know why I didn't think about it. Probably because we were all on the bugs, but what if they're uh what if they're what if they are um the changeling, changelings um from DS9 in, in, the, oh, yeah. in the Dominion. Well, well the uh, Iman wasn't a changeling. Changeling was from uh she was something else, remember? Yeah, she was called right. a uh, get get your nerd alert ready. She was called a comaloid. <laughs> warning warning nerd alert nerd alert <laughs> wow that was a good impersonation of that oh the, my God. the real laugh came out yeah yeah oh man but i mean no we could we could get our tie into ds9 um this way mm-hmm. too so someone said on on twitter that they thought they saw a changeling in the background yeah they squashed that yeah, they squashed okay. that. They had uh, someone from someone someone from the production team came on and 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 said no. Yeah, it's, it's actually this alien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Prodigy has well, uh, has some good numbers. Yeah, as a four point well, seven out ratings of five anyway. Yeah, on Google. Yeah, but how many people are watching? That's the thing. Is... That's the question. Well, but apparently yeah, four point seven out of five are, are people who are watching. <laughs> <laughs> Four people in like, a hamster. It's like it's like the Discovery four, fans. Four out of five <laughs> dentists are watching. Right. 
<laughs> 404 400, say Jay Way better kill those kids. Let's <laughs> say. And say Discovery is the herpes of Star Trek. I just oh God! <laughs> you know, um, it's it's not for me, but somebody out there loves it, and that's fine. So, I've got Strange New Worlds. I'm happy. Yep. Oh, Terrence yeah. is too. Me and my daughter. So that's that's half of the four. <laughs> so okay. we need we need two point seven more people. Right. Uh, <laughs> you got to get a half a person. There you go. I think that should be easy to find. We'll find them. So, uh, where, what do you think is going next, Chazbiz? What, what's well, going on with the series? I, I just hope they don't pull a Rathacon with this. You know, just do their own thing. Because I, I know they have a lot of callbacks to Rathacon, but I want I want some. You know, their when own you say ideas. you hope they don't pull a Rathacon, what do you mean by well, that? Well, they're going through this nebula and they got the music and everything. And then if, if Picard loses his son at the end, like in Search for Spock, mm-hmm. I'm going to be so mad. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have Raffi. They killed David, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I could see them doing the opposite. He He dies trying to save Jack. Picard gets vaporized. Mm. Something, yeah. Okay. Just hopefully, Rafi's there too and gets vaporized. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's her only redeeming quality. She becomes a meat shield when she throws herself in the in the way. <laughs> meat <Yes>. shield. <laughs> well, it's it's just so. Uh, her scenes are so bad. They're hard like, to watch and yeah, to listen to and get everything. Good, it's just she's it's not a very the, good actor. Either. It's the whole I'm thing. Sorry. It's well, it's not. I can't just totally blame her. It's got to be the direction too. It's the writing. It's the who, writing. Who's, and the who's watching this in the editing floor or the director that's yeah. watching this and thinking it's okay to leave? <laughs> like, yeah, it's not just I, her. I, I think they need a new computer voice. I'm not a fan of the computer voice. Mm-hmm. Like when she's talking oh, to the computer, and like I, I don't know, I need like I'm so used to Major Barrett, yeah, or, or something. Do you want it to be Siri? I mean, that was <laughs> yeah, are you Siri or Alexa? Yeah, that was yeah. Worf. That was Worf in an Instagram filter. That's just the way it came out. That's my. Yeah. <laughs> he has little pouty lips, mm-hmm. big eyes. <laughs> Can we talk for a minute about just how awesome? Michael Dorn looks. Yeah. Oh, these yeah. years later. Yeah. And, oh, you know, man. the it's that vegan know, even, diet, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but even with the white, even with the white beard and the white hair, I think he looks even more badass. Oh, yeah. Than he did yeah. before. I, I will tell you, there are a lot of girls on Instagram swooning, and I have seen a lot of daddy's home with war. <laughs> so, daddy's home. Daddy is home, apparently. <laughs> Oh i love it man. <laughs> hey he's awesome though i mean it was, yeah. you you tell him and uh riker having fun this season oh yeah because you know yeah. you know Worf wanted his own spinoff show oh like, for sure about they a all decade did. ago yeah and he wanted that so bad and you mm-hmm. know he had a pitch for it no everybody ignored him it's like man that'd be kind of cool to have a klingon show we you know Not we didn't Ash play tyler no right? no no we we didn't play the clip, but um, I pulled one of the clips with the Jack Crusher, and he was talking about behind the scenes, and apparently him and Deanna just go off about soccer together, and they will not shut up about it because oh. they are both <laughs> giant soccer fans. 
And then and then Worf screams, death to the opposition. That's right. <laughs> and then punctures the ball. Yeah. yeah. But he can't kick the ball. He doesn't know how to kick the ball. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, canonically, he played soccer and then he like That's killed right. a kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he did kill a kid. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Worf the child murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Worf. Yeah. Well, he started early with that. the uh, hopes and dreams of his killing the hopes and dreams of his own son. That's right. Uh, yeah. He's like, he's like <laughs> instead of straight murdering my child, I'm going to kill his spirit first, and then I will. You know, Klingons consider sports to be like battle. Yeah. So in Worf's in Worf's eyes, that kid's in Stovokor. So there you go. It's yeah, it's a win-win. <laughs> he has no yeah. remorse for the kid, only to say, get good. Yeah, yeah. it goes yeah. up to the parents. <laughs> yeah. He tells the parents, your son died an honorable death. That's right. <laughs> but you have failed with parents. <laughs> may, may he drink blood wine as Dovacor. Yeah. <laughs> His Capri Sun blood wine. Because it's Little League. <laughs> little League, yeah. He's got I'm little apples and oranges. Little, I'm picturing this like seven year old human boy. In like your typical soccer uniform, yes. Just just standing at the gates of Stovacourt, he's like, uh, "Where the hell am I? How did I get here?" Now think about that, though. Think about that. How much of that would they sell if they really did sell Capri Sun blood wine for kids? Oh my like, god, they would sell a ton of it. They would you sell need a to ton just of sell it. that at the the conventions and the cruises. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll run out quick. All right, Jasmine, hey, any least- last thoughts you want to give us? Well, at least it's not prune juice in a cruise. There you go. That, that you, you'll have yeah. accidents. So. Yeah. There you, go. <laughs> you don't want that in a soccer game. No, so. thank you. <laughs> awesome. But hopefully next week, you know, I'll pick up. And I agree with Dan. There's no way that thing could have been flung. Mm. Thank you. Ship. Thank you. Right. There's no way. I'm like, okay. Somehow this brand new ship is outpowering the Titan. So come on now. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for being part of the show. Thanks. All right. So thank you. Yep. See you Great. All right, guys. Well, that's, that's it. pretty we're much like wrapping done. it up. Wrapping it up. Yeah, we're at like the yeah. ninety minute mark. Yeah. Wow. Are we really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. So that's it. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back next week uh, with with episode three, season three. Bye. See you guys. Well, there you have it. Another episode in the can. Check us out at trekcast.com. Also, if you would, please subscribe to us via iTunes. Leave those reviews. Subscribe to us. We get some numbers. Get up the list. Get more listeners. Do more shows. Have more fun. But for now, we're all done. So live long and prosper, and we'll see you next week.